Yante, yante, aho, shit family and friends, shit the what's up everybody, congratulations to us, the listeners, and me, we have reached a hundred plus listeners, okay, and I have done the Spotify now, I have done the Apple now, but period, woo, 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 woo. I got into 100 listeners. I'm so proud of us. Thank you, people, for listening. Thank you for my natives. Thank you for all my non-natives who listen. Thank you to my family and friends for listening because y'all done boosted my numbers, and I appreciate it so much. And honestly, I I appreciate it more if you really enjoy the podcast because that's a bigger compliment because I always tell people like, please share if you feel like it. Don't feel like you need to share my podcast if you don't like it, you know, because I'm, I don't want to be one of those people who just advertises it if it wasn't really that good. And then people come back to it and they're just like, "Mm, it's okay. Like, no, I'd rather people come to my podcast because it's actually good, not because it's a favor to somebody to do. Okay, okay. So how are you? How are you? I'm great. I'm awesome. It was a trying day. A lot of emotional ups and downs, but I am here I am going to do this thing, and we're going to do it on a Tuesday. And honestly, the editing might be a little bit of kind of, kind of not all there, but, you know, I'm just going to do the best that I can right now just so I can put it out quickly instead of having to spend, like, an extra four hours. Okay, that's exaggerating. Two hours editing. But, yeah, I had a great weekend. I went to Michigan. I was by Lake Michigan at the beach at Lake Michigan, I was with a bunch of girls, okay, and we celebrated one of my best friend's bachelorette weekends. Your girl, or my best friend, is finna get married in October, period, turn up. And yeah, we had a great weekend together. There was like five, six of us. We had a fun time, all girls weekend. Nothing really crazy, crazy happened. I just know we turned up. Like, we got crunk. And we done did karaoke till like 2 a.m. We done had a punch bowl full of like alcohol, blue carousel. I can't remember. I think it was called like Galaxy something. The Galaxy drink. I can't even remember what it is. But eventually, nobody really got drunk that night. Friday night, we got really drunk. And then Saturday night, we didn't get that drunk. So, I mean, I guess that was good. We we had a balance. We went to the beach. We did a wine tasting. We did activities. So many games. So many pictures. We, you know, we all got ready together. Like, it was, it was just a fun girls weekend. Full of entertainment. Full of girl talks. Full of just encouragement and love all around it was fun it was really fun I really enjoyed it um I need a girls weekend more than I more than I have I thought because I was starting to feel more like a tomboy I know that's like the patriarchy term but I'm mean, I was starting to feel like less feminine the past year or two since becoming a single mother 
and having to handle everything. I feel like I'm two parents in one. So I feel like I got to do, I got to play many roles, do many things. I just got to be everything for everybody all at once. Okay. And that's super hard. And so that involves me of not being too girly only because I just feel like I'm two different things that I'm trying to be all the time, you know? So that's hard, but I was starting to feel like I was losing my femininity. And then I went on my girl trip, and I was like, you know what? I still got it. I'm still a woman. I still got that woman side of me in there somewhere if it's, you know, brought out at the right time, if you know what I mean. But, yeah, so that was our weekend, and we had so much fun. So, yacht eh, or been eh. Um, I just wanted to talk about, really quickly, some native news. It looks like the Navajo Nation is under a state of emergency with the heat. Which, I done talked to my mama and my daddy, and they're both at home. And none of them talked to me about the heat, but maybe they're just so used to it, though. Because they don't live there all their lives. So, they're just used to that all the time. But none of them complain about the heat. But when they come out here to Indiana to visit, they're like, oh, the heat, the heat. And it's just like, "Mm, well, you know, y'all live like in the desert. It's kind of hot. So, but they didn't say nothing to me. But when I looked, um, because I like to keep up with native news, I looked it up and then they were just saying there was a state of emergency until August 31st of heat and just to be under heat advisory, hydrate, take care of yourself, um, take care of your elderly, check up on your family, on the children, make sure not everybody. But then there's like a whole water crisis going on where the Supreme Court didn't even care to, to give the Navajo Nation more water. So, I make it make sense. Um, aside from that, some positive news. There are, and this article is on the Navajo Times, Denebinatos. Alright, this came out today, Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. Competition for the crown. Two challengers from Cayenta picked for Miss Navajo Nation pageant. Now, this pageant happens... I just, I want to say once a year or twice a year. Honestly, this is by Jalen Woody. And let me tell you about it. Two longtime Miss Navajo admirers and supporters will finally get their chance to enter the spotlight of historic competition. Together, they will face challenges designed to determine one overall winner. The Office of Miss Navajo Nation has certified two contestants for the upcoming Miss Navajo pageant at the 75th Annual Navajo Nation Fair. Amy Reeves Begay and Mylika John. Every year, a new Miss... Oh, so every year. A new Miss Navajo is selected by a board of judges participating in the pageant judging process. The contestants are judged primarily on their knowledge of the Navajo language, culture, and history. The current Miss Navajo Nation 2022-2023 is Valentina Clitzo, was crowned in September 2022, and she will be passing on her handcrafted silver and torque turquoise crown to the winner of this year's pageant. Clitzo resides in Tobane on Black Mesa, Arizona. She is Totachitni, born for Bitotni. Her Che is Toahane and her Nale is 
Ush. Oh, Ushi. Huh? Um, the 71st Miss Navajo Nation pageant will be in conjunction with the 2023 Navajo Nation Fair on September 2nd to the 10th in Window Rock. Contestant number one is Amy Begay, 25, and she lives in Kayenta. She is Bitotni, born for Nanis. Nanishtezi, 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 huh, I never heard that one before, born for Nanishtezi, Tachitni, her che is Hushka, Hadzoho, and her nali is Kiaani. Contestant number two is Malika John, 25, also from Kayenta. She is Nato Dene Tachitni, born for Nanishtezi. Nanesh Tezi Tabaha. Her che is Tora Chitney and her nali is Sisna Jenny. I need to learn how to say that word. Give me a second. I'm finna call my deity. Let's see if he answers. Hey, Dad. You're on the podcast. What you doing, Nana girl? Um, I just wanted to know really quickly because I don't know this clan. I don't know how to pronounce it because um, I know there's Bitotni, right? What? A clan. Bitotni or Bitotni? It's a clan, the name of a clan. Yeah, Bitotni. 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 And then what about Nanishtezi? Nanishtezi. What's the attached to Nanishtezi? Nanishtezi. 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 Okay. And then it's I know, but I just never heard of these ones. I know. I never had to until people started. Okay. And then what about her che is Hashka Hadzoho? I can't understand that one. Yeah, I don't I've never heard that one before. But I'm just reading one of the contestants for um, Miss Navajo, the pageant, and it's Amy Begay. And it says her che is Hashka. Hadzoho. Hashkan Hadzo. Well, on the article I'm reading says Hashka Hadzoho. Hashkan I don't know, Ron. I'm just what I'm seeing what I'm reading. But okay, Nanisht Eje Trabaha, too. Okay. I think I got that word down. Okay. Well, can I, can I uh, use your pronunciation in the podcast? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to know. Okay. I'm driving back to my work. Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's my daddy. So we go through a little struggle every now and then. But anyways, so those are the contestants. Miss Amy Begay um, that lives in Kayenta. She is Bidatni. I hope that's what my dad did. Uh, born for Nanisht Eje. Tadshitni, her che is Hashk Ahadzoho, and her nale is Kiani. Contestant number two, Malika John, 25, also from Kienta. 
She is not tall. Dene tachitni born for an eje tabaha. Her che is tchorachitni and her nale is sisnajini. Yay! So, period. Navajo Nation, Miss Pageant Queens. Go for it. Do the thing. But there's only, those are, those are the last two contestants and then they're going to try and figure out because um, it can only be one winner. So they will decide. And also I'm not fluent in Navajo if that's not clear. But as part of the native news, now let's get on to some MMIW. Now, as you know, on this podcast, I love to have fun, love to tell so many stories, some explicit, some crazy, and some serious But right now, I like to discuss murdered and missing indigenous women, men, and children. And today, we have Deborah McMillan of Dayton, Ohio. She was born April 12, 2009. She's 14 years old, 5 feet tall, 121 pounds, and she has been missing since July 20th, 2023. She has brown eyes and brown hair. And if you have any information of her whereabouts or any tips call 911 or you can contact 1-800-845-5678 and you can also contact Dayton Police Department at 937-333-2677 our next MMIW is Carla Little Wolf she is 36 years old with brown eyes and brown hair she is 5 feet 6 inches tall, 150 pounds, and she was last seen April, 4, April 14, 2023. She has a tattoo of a bear paw near her eye. And if you have any information or tips on her whereabouts, call Ramsey County Police Department at 763-427-6810. Now I just hope that for all of our missing brothers sisters and children that they are found soon and i hope we all keep on a lookout be vigilant and even if this reaches the hundred listeners thank you so much for listening thank you so much for hearing their names deborah mcmillan and carla little wolf okay on to american news have y'all heard about uh the whole thing with ariana grande I am personally upset because I personally love Ariana Grande because I went to her concert when I was a little bit younger. It was probably like 2016 and I was obsessed with her. still am and I'm kind of recalculating and recalibrating that in my brain. So if you don't know and maybe you do if you're part of pop culture news, Ariana Grande is shooting a live action film of the musical called Wicked. And the Wicked show is basically about the movie The Wizard of Oz, the witch in it, the wicked, the evil wicked witch of the West, and you know the green lady. So basically it's just trying to tell the story, like a prequel of how she became the wicked witch of the West. And so it's not the Wizard of Oz, but it's the prequel to that. And it's called Wicked. So it's been a musical. It's been on Broadway. But now they're making a live action. And they've been filming this live action in London. And that's where Ariana Grande has been the past year. And she has since she has been married to her recent husband, uh, Dalton, 
And now it's just come out that like they're getting divorced, they're separating, they've been separated since January, and then all of a sudden they're like she's Ariana Grande's being spotted with Ethan Slater, which is a cast member from the show that she has been filming in London. So they they both have partners that have both been visiting. They both both married and they've both been visiting them in London. And Ariana Grande, well, allegedly Ariana Grande has been hanging out with Ethan Slater, the the co-cast member, um and his wife and their newly born child and Ariana Grande held this child and was like, I want a child on my own. I want a baby on my own. But then come to find out the wife, I think her name is uh, Lily J. She's gone to the tabloids and it's either her, her or a source close to her gone to the tabloids talking about uh, she's not a, Ariana Grande is not a girl's girl. Ariana Grande was seeing my husband while I wasn't there. Um, they've been having an affair and this and that. And at first I was like, okay, this is all alleged. There's no proof. But then so much more information is just coming out and coming out. And it's just like, oh my God, it's like Carly Russell all over again. Well, not like in the sense of the seriousness, because it's not really that big of a deal because it doesn't affect our lives or society in general, or maybe it kind of does. But with Carly Russell, it was like, no, this can't be a hoax because she knows how important like a hoax like this can hurt a, a huge community. But Ariana Grande, like, it's just so disappointing because she's my favorite artist. I've had my nails done like her. I've had my hair done like her. I've gotten her perfume, her makeup, her merch, um, downloaded all of her songs, memorized her songs front to back. I never cared for uh, Sam and Cat the show, but I just think when she started her, like, I love the way. You know, with Mac Miller. So that's when I was started to get obsessed with her. was when that song came out. And I was in high school, girl. This is 20, 2012, 2013. I was obsessed with her since then, okay? And then she went on tour. And then I saw her in Indianapolis. And, you know, my whole life just turns around. And ever since, I was just like, she's such a classy queen. Her outfits are classy. Her nails are classy. Her perfume is classy. Like, she's just a classy queen. But then... Now it's just like there's a long string of her like seeing other people while she's dating somebody and taking other people's mans like Ariana where are your friends who was telling you you need to stop it like if she was my girl if she was my best friend I would be like girl you even need to be doing all this don't you know people be watching you but then at the same time I'd be such an instigator and be like girl go get him you know he love you. But at a certain point, if she keeps doing this, oh, she's just a serial, like, um, uh, I don't want to say homewrecker because that's so rude, but, like, I, I don't know. I'm still processing because I'm actually a fan. I don't say that about a lot of people. I'm mainly a fan of Ariana Grande and Miley Cyrus. Oh, my God, please, Miley, don't do nothing else. Don't do nothing else to jeopardize this, okay, because I actually love you. And I don't get obsessed with celebrities like that. I'm not into their lives like that. I don't know all their business like that. But I love Ariana and I love Miley Cyrus. Those are the only two I can say that I actually genuinely do love. Wait up all night for the albums. 
uh, look for the concert tickets, stuff like that. But other than that, nobody else I don't really care for. So when I found this out, I was so upset. Okay, and so she's going through her little thing. And anyways, now people are classifying her as a homewrecker, a man stealer, manipulator, cheater, disgusting, vile. They're saying all types of things about my Ariana Grande. <laughs> but it's not like I know her. So I can have my own opinions too. But um, I'm still just going to say that I'm still a fan of her music. And her talent. Um, it's still just going to be the same. But I'm not going to put her on a pedestal like I did before. Because I was like, oh, she a classy queen. I want to be just like her. Now I don't want to be like her. Okay, okay. Moving on. Angus Cloud from Euphoria done passed away. And I'm not trying to be funny. Because I loved this show. Okay, I was waiting for season three. And apparently that was waiting. That was being held off for like another two years. It is. It just got me. It really got me last night. Honestly, I went to bed a little bit earlier. I was a little bit depressed. And not because I knew him. Obviously, I don't. He is, I mean, he is human. And he is an actor. And I've seen him on screen. I was a really big fan of the show. Um, I watched it as soon as it came out. ASAP. I I followed their Instagrams. I follow, you know, like I just, I love that show so much. Um, didn't really idolize it, but I did love it and I did know about it. And I did appreciate his character because him and Lexi were about to be fexy, okay? They weren't about to be Les, Le, Fez, Fezco and Lexi no more separate. They was finna be together. And then at the end of that the season two he ended up not making it to Lexi's play and all hell broke loose and it's just you know you just yearn for Fez and Lexi to get together and I feel like oddly that was just like the perfect ending to everything because I I don't even care about the show anymore after I heard about Angus Cloud and then I saw people on TikTok being like oh there goes season three like oh he's not gonna be cast no more and I'm just like what what that's what you're thinking about right now because my first thought when he passed away I just thought like he is so young I was like that is so and that's why I was mainly depressed because I'm 27 and I was like I could not I could not fathom passing away at this age or being younger like I barely done lived like I didn't barely lived I couldn't imagine passing away um, so that part just kind of hit home for me and I felt bad for him, his family. And I was just like, I can't even imagine like my family going through that. Anybody's family going through that. My sister, my brothers, like, uh, it just seemed like a lot. And for some reason, I just, it just hit so close to home because I actually did like his character. So in a way it did feel like I know, I did know him in a sense. But it was just, when I watched Euphoria, it was at a time in my life when I was going through a transition in my life and that was my comfort show. And so I think that's why I was kind of like, I felt closer to this show than ever. But obviously I'm not close to him. I don't know him. It's not that deep for me. But it was just deep in the sense of like, man, I'm I'm young. And he, he was younger than me when he passed away. So R.I.P. Angus dang and that just goes to show you know anybody who's dealing with suicide it's 
suicidal thoughts, ideation, like, please go get help. There's therapy. There's people who care for you. Girl, when I was in the dumps, in the trenches, I thought nobody cared, but so many people showed up for me. Not many people. I mean, mainly my family, and that that was good enough. I mean, that was what I needed, and it, it wasn't even about attention. It was just, you're done. You're mentally done. You're tapped out. You don't want to be here no more. You get it. You you think that this is it. Um, The world is better without me. You know, and when you get to that point, there's no going back half the time. And I was so lucky um, that my family and friends actually cared about me to bring me back, talk me down. And wow, didn't even know I was going to get into this. But anytime you feel down and low, please, you know, pray, think about it, call some help, do the crisis hotline, do what you need to do. Um, yeah, reach out, reach out, because you don't know what nobody's going through. It's so sad, and you think somebody's fine on the outside. Little do you know that they've just gotten back from a four-day trip at the uh, mental health facility, you know, for suicidal ideation. Ideation? Idealization? I really hope all y'all listeners are good. I hope it didn't bring the vibes down, but dang, that really got me. That because Angus Cloud, his father passed away in May from a battle with cancer, and from the news outlets, they reported that he has been struggling with that. And I can only imagine. Like I'm still processing the passing of my grandma, my son. Okay, like I. I still feel like I haven't fully processed it the way that I have I should have because uh, I I became a mother and life just got so busy and I feel like sometimes life get life gets so busy that I can't even process emotions like I want to and my mind just is distracted on that so I can't even mourn the way that I need to or want to so I find myself like crying some days and I don't even know what's wrong but my therapist said, you know, it's always some um, unresolved trauma or issue that's coming out and you don't even know it. Because I'll be happy all day and next thing you know, I'm sitting in my car and I just want to cry it out. And I'm like, I don't know why I needed to cry. But then I realized, oh, I haven't cried in like two months. So, y'all, just go get you some help. It's okay to cry. It's okay to think things out. If things get so hard and so deep, get help. Get help or journal or sing write paint do what you need to do go for a walk help but yeah so going on from ariana grande and then angus cloud it's just like what now it's lizzo okay girl and let me pull up the article that i was just reading okay this is i think it's abc news oh nbc news this is the online website It says, former Lizzo dancers were weight-shamed and pressured while at a strip club, lawsuit says. So, there's a lawsuit being filed against Lizzo. And let me tell you why this is important to me and why I want to report on it. I went to a concert, I believe last October. Yeah, I want to say October or September. And it was a Lizzo concert in Indianapolis, okay? And I loved that concert. I appreciated that concert. I cried in that concert. I danced. I sang. 
Like, I was so happy because it just felt so nice to see somebody with, I mean, her size is pretty much probably bigger than mine. I don't mean bigger in, like, she's chubbier or nothing. I just mean, like, bigger. Like, she's tall. She's, I know she's taller than me. So, you know, she has a big build. And I really appreciated that somebody like her has the stamina like she does. She can dance. She can sing. She can be all over the dance floor and do her thing. And not get tired. And I don't know. I was just proud of her. I was proud of the situation. I was proud of being there. So yeah. So this hits close to home. Because I know me and my best friend. We like thought so much of her. But yeah. So this is what this article says. And this is why she's being sued. Three of Lizzo's former dancers. Have accused the singer of sexual harassment. And creating a hostile work environment. In a lawsuit filed Tuesday. They also allege that she pressured one of them. To touch a nude performer. At an Amsterdam club. And subjected the group to an excruciating audition. After leveling false accusations. That they were drinking on the job. The dancers accused Lizzo of. A perf- Oh, the dancers accused Lizzo, a performer known for embracing body positivity and celebrating her physique, of calling attention to one dancer's weight gain and later ber- berating, then firing that dancer after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. The suit filed in Los Angeles Superior Court and provided to NBC News by plaintiff's law firm also accuses the captain of Lizzo's dance team of pros proselytizing to other performers and deriding deriding those who have premarital sex while sharing lewd sexual fantasies simulating oral sex and publicly oof so it just looks like a bunch of bullying um lightly that's what it says sexual harassment um it just sounds like a bunch of bullying sexual bullying it sounds like and it looks like she bullied women of color more than white women. And looks like, yeah, just berating them, bullying them, which is not what I stand for, which is what a lot of people don't stand for that I know who are my friends. So I just, when I read that, I was just like, oh God, not Lizzo. Like, these are the people that I that were my favorite. Okay, it was Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, and Lizzo. Okay, and then oh my God, and then Cardi B. Okay, did, did y'all hear about the thing with Cardi B? So all these women that I feel like were all about empowering women have just been in the news just the past two weeks of how just like bullying and manipulative they can be and that's so scary to me because I was just like okay but I listen to their music around my daughter because I love the message of empowerment so now I'm scared like should I be listening to this around my daughter you know what I mean like it's just it's a lot because the whole thing with Cardi B she was on stage telling people okay and if you haven't seen the full video you need to research but there's a full video of her saying to throw water on her like she would bend over and people would throw water on like her butt okay and then she'd be like oh yeah it's wet whatever and she'd be on stage and they'd be doing that and it's like okay turn up and this one girl 
had thrown like water but it had ice in it and so she threw it at cardi b and it looked like it hit her hair and her face and like the top of her body and not her butt and so cardi took issue with that and threw her mic at that girl that she thought had thrown the ice at her and like got angry and was like what's up what's up what's wrong with you like you know you know how cardi is she was confrontational about it and then she threw the mic at the wrong girl so she didn't even know which girl threw the ice. But come to find out, you just see the video and then you just see the context of like why are people throwing this water at Cardi. Then you find out that Cardi had asked them to. And so at that point, like you gave consent to the audience to throw water at you basically and so I thought that was crazy because she made it seem like everybody just made it seem like a big deal and they're like oh that girl disrespectful like why she do that like she needs to be kicked out this and that but then you have the context of Cardi B literally saying like yeah throw water on me throw water on me you know and it doesn't ever say at any point does Cardi B like don't throw it on my face or Or she'll be like, hey, calm down. Don't throw it here. You know, she would say that, but, like, wasn't specific. She would just be like, hey, calm down. Hey, chill. But she wouldn't be like, hey, don't throw it on my face. You can throw water at my butt. But don't throw it at my hair. Don't throw it at my face. Don't throw it, you know. So she wasn't specific. And I feel like at that point, there needs to be legalities. There needs to be a caution. There needs to be some sort of rule around it. So, first is Ariana Grande. Well, I'm not going to put Angus Angus Cloud in there. I only put him in there in the sense of, like, pop culture news. But, I mean, it's devastating to hear about Ariana Grande not being a girl's girl. Super devastating and truly devastating how Angus Cloud passed away from drugs, suicide. You know, like, that mental health is the worst because I get it. And then to hear about Lizzo being a bully and sexually harassing people, especially women, and then bullying women for being overweight. Like, girl, who are you to talk? You are my queen. You were like my somebody I looked up to and was proud to look up to. And now I hear about this. Like, I feel like the moment people get some sort of fame, they just forget where they came from. Like, girl, you know where you came from. Like, I saw your documentary. Okay, I was a fan. I saw your documentary. You was wearing like TJ Maxx clothes. You was wearing Walmart clothes. And now you want to act brand new because you on stage wearing $50,000 outfits humble yourself okay and this is what I tell my family I'm like anytime I get a big head you have my permission to humble me within reason though don't be all mean for no reason but I'm just saying like people just need people to humble themselves doesn't matter if you're famous or not you need people in your life to humble you to tell you like it is because these people this is how you turn out you end up on the news You end up breaking news because you want to be out here acting a fool because ain't nobody tell you what's wrong with you and what you do is wrong. Anyways, first Ariana Grande and then now Lizzo. And then I heard about Cardi B and I was just like, these women just out here wilding like they ain't got no home training. Well, I don't know about Cardi B. But I know Lizzo and Ariana got some home training, okay? And I just know Cardi B grew up in some feral environment, that's for sure. But I know 
Lizzo. And Ariana has some home training. And so that makes it even more vile that they out here acting a fool. <sighs> Lord, I done been going on too long about this. But I just had to talk about it. I had to talk about it. Um. Oh, and then y'all heard about Paul Rubens passing away. So here's the thing. All right, hold on. Let me get a drink. <sighs> Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman, right? Um, never heard of him really until, like, my child's father, like, found out about it. Or grew up with it and, like, showed me all the videos and stuff. Now, I always thought he was creepy, but, like, not creepy creepy. I just thought, like, ooh, why he always act like that? Why he out, out of, like, out of pocket for no reason? Um, but come to find out, he had a bunch of... I I want to say, I guess, like, sexual issues. Like, he was caught masturbating at, like, a theater at some point. Like, you know, so it's just kind of, like, one of those things. You have to separate the actor from the character. Um, it was just a little weird that Pee Wee, the character, was geared towards children. And then he was like that in real life. So, yeah, whatever. Anyways, he passed away. And so, I was just like, oh my god. Like, everything is just happening in one week for me. And I just, I just can't. Because on one hand, I'm a little bit sad that Paul Rubens passed away. Because Pee Wee was a bunch of people's childhood, including my daughter. Not by choice, okay. But, um, she loves some of his songs. And how he acts. But then, like, everything else in the world is happening, okay? Like, the climate change, gun control. Like, it's not gun control. It's just non-existent in the U.S. People just be dying left and right. And then, did y'all hear this story about this father who came home and his teenage daughter was hiding in the garage and he had a gun on him and he thought, um... That there was an intruder in the house. And immediately as the daughter jumped out to say boo. He done shot her. Okay. And that just was too much for me too. Because my sister doesn't scare me. Okay. She be popping out of these hallways in this apartment. Being saying boo. And I just be like girl you lucky I ain't got no gun. Okay. Because that stuff can happen. Honestly just too much sketchy stuff happened around guns. I don't even know why I got on this topic. But anyways I'm all for gun control. And the sense of like y'all don't need no AR-15s. Y'all don't need no war weapons. If y'all are that paranoid. That somebody finna take your house. Your land. Or your family. Maybe y'all should move somewhere else. Maybe y'all should do something else with y'all lives. Are y'all doing something illegal? That y'all gotta protect your house that much? I'm just saying, okay? Sometimes you need a shotgun here and there. You need maybe you need five shotguns, four handguns, you know, bow and arrow. That's fine. I get it. You gotta protect yourself and you gotta protect yourself. But some of these people got these assault rifles for no reason. And they just wanna show off. They just wanna look big and bad. Like they're all about the MAGA life. Ugh, somebody help these people get gun control. Oh, Lord. I didn't even... Oh, speaking of the world gone to shit. Well, there's this person who spent over $20,000 to become a dog. 
And he's a Japanese man. He won't identify himself. But he turned into a whole dog. Got a dog suit. Dog outfit. He rolling over for the camera. He eating in a bowl. He he on a leash. Walking. Got paws and everything. Only thing he need to do is bark. Okay. And I haven't seen him do that. But he don't look like a whole dog. Spent 60. Uh, I've heard 16,000, I heard 12,000, I heard 20,000. Either way, this man trying to be a dog. Who told him that he needs to be a dog? First of all, who told him this was okay? Anyways, y'all, that's that's going to wrap it up for today. I know it was a little bit unhinged and all over the place, but it was it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy time. Um, I just wanted to get an episode out tonight, today. Like, I'm sick of waiting till Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to put out an episode that I'm supposed to put out on Tuesday. I apologize. I'm gonna try and keep with it. There's just some things I cannot talk about that I want to rant about on here that are the real reason of why I have been uploading late, but I can't because it's such a public platform. So I might just step away from the... Tuesdays and just say that it's going to come out weekly as much as possible um as soon as possible because the way my life be set up right now is not a consistent schedule like I would like it to be but I'm definitely gonna try for every single Tuesday I love y'all I appreciate y'all for listening please rate review it gives me a boost of motivation a boost of energy of what you guys like to hear whether that's true crime about mmiw comedy uh, news pop culture native news anything you want to hear tell me put it in the episodes i love i love constructive criticism you can hurt my feelings in a constructive way okay that's completely fine but don't be like you suck because i'm be like okay that didn't help nothing that didn't help nobody and you made me feel bad okay so just to wrap it up I love y'all. I'm going in. I got to go to bed. I got to go to work in the morning just like we all do. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if not, put it in the review. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for 100 listeners. All right. I'm going in. I'm going to go eat this. Mm-hmm.